Worldview Truth. This is Randy Osborne with Worldview Truth, and I've got in the studio today Bridget Smith, and she is the chair of the Marion County Republican Party here in Marion County. And um, I asked her to come in today just for uh, really just to try to try to sort out some of the things that's going on uh, with former President Trump. Um, we are in a, a very, very dark time. This is the fourth indictment, the fourth indictment on on uh, President Trump. There's been uh, three federal indictments. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. And then we have now the Fulton County, Georgia, Fulton County. Um, Georgia indictment. And I'm just going to kind of go through the uh, I think there's a total of 91 charges um, with those indictments. And as a result of a possibility of about 712 years um, in prison as a result of these indictments. And I just want to I want to go through first just to go through the the last one, um, the last indictment, trying to give some some reference to to this. This is a county um, prosecutor. Now, I have met this county prosecutor. Back when I was doing the recount uh, for President Trump um, there in Fulton County, Georgia, I was there. Um, a sidebar, isn't Fulton County the same county that brought in Martin Luther King, indicted him? Yes. In fact, it was was the (laughs) very same jail (laughs) um, that, that he was indicted in over perhaps similar... Similar issues? <laughs> Makes you wonder. Makes you think. This situation, what we have is we have, um, we have President Trump that was um, indicted in a county jail, I mean, in, in, a, in a county, by a county prosecutor. I've met this prosecutor um, during the recount in Fulton County. She was at, that, at the center there in, uh, in Fulton County. And... Um, I'm just going to be, I'm just going to get out there. You ready for this? Yep. She is one nasty woman. I'm just (laughs) telling you, she is one nasty woman. And um, in fact, she actually threatened to have me um, arrested on two occasions Mm. during that recount, which I was lawfully allowed to be there, Mm. lawfully allowed to be part of that process. And when I would actually question something, very respectfully, I might add, uh, she would get upset about it. And um, it was over. I want to tell you what was over. You ready for this? It was over. There was a stack of ballots. And I have told this before on on, um, on other podcasts, but I'm just going to get out there and say it again. There was a stack of ballots, um, which we had measured later based on the stack, around 3,000, 3,500 ballots. And these were mail-in ballots. Now, mm-hmm. now follow me on this. They were mail-in ballots that had never been folded. Um, also on those ballots, they were different paper than the paper, the official uh, ballots that, um, that were used in, the, in, in Georgia. I actually talked to um, the Secretary of State's office on that, and I just asked him for the process because I didn't want to challenge the ballots until I understood the process. And I said, are your mail-in ballots? Now, how do you do this? How do you, how do y'all, how do y'all um, process these ballots? How do you put them out there? How do you get them out there? I said, do you like mail them out? And he goes, yeah, yeah, we mail them out. 
I said, now the ballots themselves, are they, do you have them printed? He's like, yeah, there's a organization, a company, a printing company that we authorize, that we commission in Arizona. That's kind of scary. (laughs) But that's what Maricopa. Right, right. That's what he told me, though. And um, I said, okay, and and now now you mail them like in a big business size, or is it like one of those big manila envelopes, you know? He goes, no, no, we we fold them and we put them in uh, a business size envelope. I said, so you all fold them up and put them in an envelope? But they weren't folded. That's the point. (laughs) That's that's where I'm getting. So, and, and not only they weren't folded, but if you looked at the ballots, they were all bubbled in for Joe Biden. Hmm. And there was a, um, the copier that were, was used, now I'm making a suggestion here, so I hope, I hope uh, the DA doesn't prosecute <laughs> me for this, um, alleged, got, got that right, one, yeah. alleged, okay, um, there was alleged marks of a dirty copy machine, mm. so there was like a little mark on the side of every single one, and the bubble on every single one of those ballots were identical. Interesting. Now, the reason that she got mad at me is because I noticed that and she thought I was perhaps talking to uh, one of the people that was processing the ballots. So <clears throat> this is who this lady is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if I if somebody asked me, was there fraud in, in Fulton County? Yes, there mm-hmm. was fraud. I, I, I personally witnessed fraud. So. I can definitely say that there was fraud. There. It's not just Fulton County. I mean, if you heard the most recent stuff of Maricopa County came out several months ago, that the machines, every note, uh, machines get validated. And the machines in Maricopa County, when, remember those hours, there was long lines, long lines because there was no, the, the machines had stopped. Yes. Well, from what finally came out about that was that the machines were validated with a certain thickness ballot paper. But all of a sudden, the, the day of the election, the ballot paper wasn't the same thickness. Oh, wow. So okay. so how does that happen? Yeah, yeah. So exactly. there's all these interesting little facts that come out all these different states when they say that there's no election fraud. You have all these kinds of types of issues, and you're thinking, well, wait a second. So let's just, I'm going to kind of hone in on 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 Georgia for just for a moment to to kind of address what the charges were. First of all, um, he was officially arrested in a in Fulton County Jail. Now, if anybody knows anything about Fulton County Jail, and I don't know anything about it's it. It's old. I, it's really old. It's old. It's decrepit. It's mm-hmm. actually under investigation by Department of Justice uh, for, the, for the conditions. The jail itself is somewhere in the neighborhood of 120% um, over- populated mm-hmm. um there was somebody that died and i believe it was 2021 it was a 35 year old male that died there um and when they found him he was severely malnutritioned mm-hmm. um, had, had he was basically starving to death and he was eaten up <laughs> with bed bugs and mm-hmm. lice mm-hmm. um and I mean, this was this is and there's a lawsuit from the family about this. It's just a nasty, nasty place. Uh, I think there was 11 people died the year before. And to date, I think there's somewhere in the neighborhood of around five to seven people's already died in that jail. Mm-hmm. Now, things happen, but 
those kind of numbers, something, something's, mm-hmm. something's really weird about it. So he was arrested. He actually had to drive. Um, obviously, his detail took him to the jail. He was booked. They took a picture. And um, they, um, he had to submit a $200,000 bond. <laughs> now, the purpose of a bond is to make sure you show up for court. Let me mm-hmm. think about this for a minute. This is the former president of the United States that is being held or actually is being um, overseen by the Secret Service detail. And they made him post a $200,000 bond. So I find that interesting. The other thing that she did is there was a total of, um, there was a number of people that she actually indicted as well. And I'm going to mention those names because one of them is, to me, um, has a really, it's it's concerning when you listen to some of the people that, that she also it's indicted. Rudy Giuliani, right? Rudy Giuliani. And Jenna Ellis. Go on, go on. And all his attorneys, Mark Meta, or Mark Meadows was the chief of staff, right? Yes. Yes. And, um, several other attorneys. If you look at the names, <laughs> Crazy. what you'll find out is this is a this is a political witch hunt. Right. This is the kind of stuff that I have personally mm-hmm. seen in third world countries. Um, your opponent, if you go after your a political opponent, if you win, then you go after your political opponent. In fact, in Bible times, what they would do is they would just go ahead and just execute um, all the opposition. So, I mean, that's pretty much kind of what they're doing here, in my opinion. So here's the counts. Now listen to these accounts. This is in in Fulton County, Georgia. This is um, President uh, Trump's, um, what they have charged him with. Three accounts of solicitation of violation of oath by public officer. I want you to listen to the the words here, solicitation, Mm -hmm. okay? It wasn't a violation of oath. It was a solicitation of, 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 of violation of oath. Two accounts of conspiracy uh, to commit forgery in the first degree. Okay, conspiracy wasn't an actual act. It was he, he intended to right. do this. Okay. Two accounts of conspiracy to commit false statements and writings. Two counts of false statements and writings. Basically saying that, it, and from what I can gather from this, by basically stating or putting in writing that uh, there was election fraud and um, that the state of Georgia um, basically had a dishonest election, however you want to call it. One count of violation of the Georgia RICO Act. One account of conspiracy to commit impersonating a public officer. One account of uh, conspiracy to commit filing false documents and one count of filing false documents. Now, all of these, um, all of these are basically um, indictments that would be under a state. um, And most of these did not did not happen in Fulton County, Georgia. Okay, so what happens is, for example, our sheriff here in Marion County. Um, if he, if somebody came in and they did something bad in Marion County, Georgia, I'm sorry, in <laughs> Marion County, that'd be good, in <clears throat> Marion County, Florida, then our sheriff would or make an arrest mm-hmm. or in, in, with our, our district attorney, they would get involved in that and they would make indictments and arrests on crimes happening where? 
in Marion County, County, Florida. The same situation happens in Fulton County. She is doing things that would be of a um, of a state or federal mm-hmm. charges, not not somebody that's well, that's what I was listening to Mark Levin the other day, and he's mentioned the same sort of thing <clears throat> that the state has to happen in the state, otherwise the other state <clears throat> cannot do that. He touched on the same topic well <clears throat> this is a this is a major major issue that um that that I see, and again um she has bragged about indicting him she has raised money as a fundraiser and on indicting him i posted this uh this facebook i don't know if you saw it or not it was uh, i think it was more entertaining for myself than anybody <laughs> else but i said that she was under um, investigation uh for campaign um violations basically the hatch act violation mm-hmm. uh for authorizing pictures taken for campaign ads and that's basically President Trump's mm-hmm. uh, mugshot, mugshot right. because that's what it's that's pretty much what it's, it's going to turn into because the people are fed up with it. Mm-hmm. Something that they did not show. Um, I don't think any of the press showed um, when he was when they were traveling to Fulton County. They're going through projects. Mm-hmm. OK, I'm a little familiar with Fulton County because I I, I lived on the outskirts and, and worked in Fulton County years ago. That is a project. Okay, mm-hmm. when you get to that place, that's a project. And um, as he was going through, there was, you know, every once in a while the press would show, you know, a pictures mm-hmm. of some haters. Right. What they didn't show. Supporters. Supporters. Right. And you know who not. those supporters were? They were black mm-hmm. supporters. Right. Because they can relate to some of maybe perhaps the injustice that mm-hmm. happens. And uh, I, I found that very interesting. So. What is your take on this? I mean, first of all, it's, you know, they, they've tried to frame this January 6th insurrection. Right. Well, it's what they're trying to do. Right. And what the media or the legacy media is not talking about is that they seem to say the insurrection January 6th and trying to uh, overtake the election. But in the past, let me tell you a little, a little tidbit. In the past 20 years, Democrats have objected three times to electoral college certifications. And in fact, it was the uh, congresswoman from California, Maxine Walters, that basically, of course, the sidebar, she's been out there spewing hatred, you know, get them and, you know, and hit them and so forth as far as supporters, you know, just spilling hatred. But she actually has objected and she said she didn't care if it was in writing or not. So it's been happening three times in the past 20 years where Democrats also have objected to the Electoral College votes. So the media won't tell you that. That's right. So the question is, is it illegal to challenge It's not illegal to challenge it, right. I I mean, Democrats do it. Um, Republicans do it. Republicans do it in primaries. It happens all the time. How about in Georgia... um, I can't remember her name now. I've lost her name. That um, challenged a um, challenged a uh, election in Georgia. Hmm. Uh, she became the uh, the DNC. I don't uh, recall that one either. Chair. And this was like two or three years ago. Challenged it and said huh. that she actually refused to concede the election in in Georgia. So it happens all the time. But apparently, when the Republicans do it or 
Donald Trump would do it, then let's indict him. Let's indict him. So what I see on these indictments in mm-hmm. Fulton County, every single one of them, every single one of them is actually a First Amendment issue. Oh, exactly. And it's not right. And it's your thought. So <clears throat> they're <clears throat> Their thought. So even because he truly thought that it was stolen. So now they're they're looking into our thought now. You know, our thought is our property as well. It's more than just First Amendment. It's our thoughts. So now they're saying because he thought the election was stolen, they're going against you know after that as well. Exactly. It's deep First Amendment. I, I mean, and it's not necessarily just him. Anybody that supports the anybody that supports any sort of activity about fraudulent elections, they're going after you. They just don't want Trump. They want us. Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to take just a minute. Um, In fact, uh, we're going to be right back. And uh, we're going to talk about the other people that were indicted in this this process, again, in Fulton County. We'll We'll be right back. Worldview Truth. Please like, subscribe, and follow Worldview Truth Randy Osborne on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you and God bless. Worldview Truth. This is Randy Osborne. We're back with Worldview Truth. And I'm here with um, um, Bridget um, Smith. She is the uh, chair of Marion County Republican Party. And we are back and talking about the indictment um, that came down from Fulton County, Georgia. And I want to kind of give a list of the the people that were indicted. There were a total of 19, 19. 19 people that were indicted in this. And I'm going to give you a list of who those are. In fact, I'm going to actually pull it up, mm-hmm. pull it up on the screen and, and mm-hmm. uh, let people see this. Uh, first of all, uh, Donald Trump, president, uh, Donald Trump. Then we have Rudy Giuliano, Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani was a former mayor of New York City, cleaned the city up. America's mayor. Um, absolutely. That's what he was He was termed mm-hmm. as. And um, I've actually met him, got, got a picture with him, actually. Um, and he was, um, he was at one point representing Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, he was indicted. Um, and um, then you have John Eastman. He's a former dean of Chapman University Law School in Southern California. These are top attorneys in the United States, okay? He was the former dean of Chapman University of Law. <laughs> he was indicted. One of Trump's lawyers. Oh, 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 okay. All right, this makes sense now. Okay, you've got, so far, you've got two of Trump's attorneys. And there's more to come. <laughs> oh, and there's more. Mm-hmm. Then you have, let's see, Mark Meadows. Oh, who's Mark Meadows? Chief of staff. He's a chief of staff. Um, and he visited Cobb County. Cobb County? Wasn't Fulton County? Oh, my. How about that? Is this a state prosecutor? Oh, no, no. This is a actually a, a county prosecutor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just, just checking on that. This is interesting. Then you have Sidney Powell, Powell, another attorney for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Okay, we see how this is going. Um, then we have Kenneth Ches- Chesaburl. Now, who is that? Another prosecutor, attorney. He's an attorney, another yep. attorney. 
with the Georgia Republicans. Oh, okay, <laughs> another attorney with Republican Party. Okay, this is interesting. So basically, if you are, um, if you represent the President of the United States or the Republican Party, then perhaps um, you're going to be on this this indictment list. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it looks like to me. Let's go on. There's more. <laughs> then you have uh, Jenna Ellis. Oh, another mm-hmm. attorney. Oh, my it goodness. It doesn't even look like, read hers. It just says what? that hers doesn't even look like it's like, I mean, like, wh- what is this? That she wrote a letter for well, something and they got her on a letter? Well, look, she appeared with Rudy Giuliani. Oh, gosh. So by association. There you uh, go. Okay. Well, <laughs> makes sense to me. Let's go on. Then there's more. Ray Smith. Um, Ray Smith, a Georgia-based attorney. Mm-hmm. Okay, the challenge results of the uh, Georgia election. Okay, another attorney that challenged. So basically, these attorneys that are representing Mm. people, let's go after them. Mm -hmm. All right, let's do this. Robert Cheeley is a Georgia lawyer. lawyer. He presented video clips to the legislators of election workers at the State Farm Arena in Atlanta and alleged that the workers were counting votes twice or sometimes three times. So so he just presented that as not necessarily evidence, but here is, it's possible evidence, right? I mean, I'm not saying it's true or not true, but he's presenting it. Exactly. So why would you be arrested for bringing up an issue that you feel in your heart is, is an issue? This is unbelievable. Right? This is this is just unbelievable. Okay, let's go on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Michael Roman, former White House aide who served as a director of Trump's Election Day operations. Hmm. Okay, so what you do is if um, if if you do indeed win, which I'm not going to say how they won because mm. apparently if you say that you you get indicted you get indicted to be indicted yeah. Randy <laughs> it's the free speech thing is is kind of out the window yeah, right. now forget it <laughs> David Schaefer the chairman of the Georgia GOP I'll be going after the state party I have actually <laughs> met David Schaefer in fact um, during the recount we um, we had some conversations mm-hmm. good guy by the way but he was indicted. He was one of the 16 state uh, Republicans who met at the state capitol on December 14th mm-hmm. to sign a certificate declaring, quote, falsely that falsely, Trump right. had won. Right. Okay. He doesn't, again, that's a, isn't that a First Amendment thing? That, I yes, believe there was right. indeed fraud. Right. I personally believe, I believe it was it. fraud. Right. In fact, the, the ballots that I saw, I got to be careful now because mm-hmm. allegedly I saw, I'm not really mm-hmm. sure I saw him anymore. <laughs> um, then maybe, maybe they weren't. Again, it's your thought, your opinion. Yeah. You truly so, think. So your critical thinking, mm-hmm. your own deductive reasoning is now not allowed. Right. Critical thinking is only, is, is only valid or legal when it's, their, when it's their Democrat, thinking. Right. Okay. That makes sense. I got it. Glad we cleared that up. <laughs> okay, we go on. So David Schaefer got indicted. Now we have Sean Still. He was also one of the 16 Republicans who signed, who signed on to that the certificate yes. stating that Donald Trump had won the state. Which is kind of like a resolution. We sign resolutions all the time, too. you got to be careful. Oh, we don't we live think. in Georgia. We're good. 
Well, maybe not because <laughs> she thinks she's a federal prosecutor. Right, exactly. Apparently, I don't. I don't know. Anyway, Stephen Lee, uh, prosecutor, said that um, Lee, a pastor. Oh boy, let's mm-hmm. go after let's go after pastors now. We went out, went in, went after attorneys. Mm-hmm. We went over, went after party officials. Now let's go after the pastor. He worked with others to try to pressure. Georgia election workers, Ruby Freeman and her daughter, after Trump and his allies, uh, quote, falsely accused them of pulling fraudulent ballots from saying. a suitcase. That's what they're saying. They're saying he pressured. He may not have okay. pressured at all. This is this is the Democrats' version of what they're saying the indictment is. Now, Let's be clear. It's not say that he pressured. He's being alleged of pressuring. It's all alleged. Right. Okay. Now, again, I was there during the recount, and I, I was personally there in that massive, massive um, facility, and I will I will say this: people didn't doesn't know this, and and I'm going to give a full disclosure here. Um, though there there were suitcases, and that mm-hmm. is a, they were rolling little rolling suitcases. I thought I had one here in the mm-hmm. studio. They're little rolling suitcases that they're big actually, mm-hmm. and that is actually the way that Fulton County does their ballots. This mm. is how they store their ballots. This is how they keep their ballots. So these suitcases, um, they they would normally have a precinct number mm. on them, identify what's in that, and then they would come and they would, you know, open mm. them up. They use them zip-tied with a little, you know, something on them, and they would open them up and they would, mm-hmm. you know, but that was, so I will give full disclosure, but if if I saw this, um, and I did not know that. If mm-hmm. I saw what they were doing, I, I would flip out over that. You would think something. Right? But, you know, mm-hmm. and the the other problem is, is we really don't know. You know, when we were doing the recount, if you're counting um, corrupted ballots, all you're doing is doing a recount of I'm corrupted ballots. Corrupted ballots, right. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know. Um, so anyway... So if I called that out and I said, hey, those suitcases, they're pulling suitcases out, you know, and they're, they're, they're bringing in ballots in these suitcases. Is this, I don't know if they're legit or not. Mm-hmm. And you don't apparently right. have the. You don't have the validity to even ask that question. No. Right. That's the problem. No. All right. Let's look on. There's more. Harrison <laughs> William Prescott Floyd, also known as Willie Lewis Floyd the third. He served as a direct. Uh, he served as a director of Black um, Voices for Trump, and is accused of recruiting Lee to arrange a meeting with Freeman and Chicago-based publicist uh, Travion Cuddy. Mm. Okay, he is accused of <laughs> recruiting Lee to arrange a meeting. Is is this? <laughs> I don't even know what to I say. I think we need a graph to even connect all I, the dots I, here. Because, I think we need. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> where is, They're chasing. Where's the blaze? He's right, good at that. I know. Right. <laughs> Get him on this. Exactly. Okay. <clears throat> Travion Cuddy, <laughs> prosecutors alleged, he was the publicist, claimed to have a high-level law enforcement connections. They say Freeman met with Cuddy at a police precinct where she brought Floyd into the conversation on a speakerphone. Prosecutors say Cuddy presented herself as someone who could help Freeman, but then pressured her falsely to confess to election fraud. 
<laughs> okay, so it's somebody that had the, in, that knew people mm-hmm. and had influence with maybe law enforcement and any communication. It, it looks like First Amendment stuff. I don't know. Stretching it, conversation, do, right? Do we have? I mean, here's the question: Do we actually really have a First Amendment anymore? No. We're supposed to, but it seems like it's under attack every second of the day. This is this is unreal. Let's go on. Kathy Latham, one of 16 Georgia Republicans who signed the the, the certificate um, stating that uh, Trump had won. Okay, she was indicted. She's also the, for her own opinion. <clears throat> okay, just be glad you don't live in Georgia, <laughs> because she is actually the chair of. The Coffee County Republican Party. Yeah, the RUC, Coffee County. Wait a second, Coffee County is that? Is Fulton County? It's not Fulton County. A, okay. Well, maybe the <laughs> state. Well, the state really didn't get involved in this because maybe. <clears throat> anyway, all right, we'll go on. Coffee County. Uh, Scott Graham Hall. Uh, Atlanta area bail bondsman. Oh, wow, we got a bail bondsman. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if he was involved in doing any of the bails bonds for these, for all these people that she indicted. Scott Graham allegedly involved in commandeering voting information that was a property of Dominion Voting Systems from Coffee County. That's hmm. interesting. A small South Georgia jurisdiction also charged in the scheme where Powell, Latham, and former county election uh, supervisor. So he allegedly uh, commandeered voting information from Dominion Voting Systems in Coffee County. Okay. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that plays mm-hmm. out. Misty um, Hampton, she was in... On the Coffee County, yep. Coffee County. She was an elections director in Coffee County. Elections director. Maybe that's the SOE, Supervisor of Elections. Just Sounds something like different. It. Maybe. Maybe. So now they, they're going after the elections yeah, why not? Staffed, yeah. too. Uh, hey, you know. Let's get um, them all. You think she was a Republican? <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> you, th- you think any of these people were Democrats? No, not at all. Okay, I just... Not at all. Just candidly asking. I'm not really. Just, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so Misty Hampton was presented in the county elections office on January 7th with a computer forensics team copied software and data from the county's election equipment. She also allowed two other men to have... Uh, been active in um, efforts to question the 2020 results. Okay. Once again, you question it or you actually mm-hmm. try to dig into what's really going on. Um, this is what's, this is what happens. So hmm. there was one person, there was one person um, in this group that um, didn't get bond, did not get bond. So let's take a look at that and find out who it was that did not get bonding. Mm-hmm. Let's see where it is. It was Mr. Floyd, right? Mr. Floyd, Harrison Floyd. Um, he did not get bonded. Hmm. So he's going to have to spend whatever time he can in um, in jail. No. Now, Harrison Floyd, what was he? He was Black Voices for Trump. But he was accused of simply making an arrangement recruiting Mr. Lee in a meeting with somebody else. So there's no information why 
Harrison Floyd um, was not given bond. There's mm-hmm. no information no. on that. Um, I'll tell you what, the district attorney of um, Fulton County is probably one of the biggest supporters or influencers that's driving the black community to vote for Trump. Hmm. And it's because of this stuff right here. Hmm. Okay. Um, He was not bonded out. He was not allowed to have a bond. The only information that I can find on this Mm -hmm. um, was, I believe, in Maryland that the FBI um, issued him a subpoena. Now, I don't know where, I don't know where the, I I don't know what the subpoena was. I don't Mm. know if it's appeared before the grand jury for Fulton County. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I haven't really got into that, haven't looked into it. But it was an affidavit that um, Floyd slammed one of the agents um, down or up against something. Mm -hmm. And according to Floyd, um, they did not give any identification, according to Floyd. So according to him, that Mm -hmm. he didn't know who these people were. They just showed up, got in his face, and he basically Mm -hmm. decided to fight. Defended himself. Defended himself. Now, we'll see how that goes, mm-hmm. and we'll see. I don't even know if there was a, or if there was a, um, if he got indicted for that or got mm-hmm. arrested for that. And I don't know if that's the reason that the DA says, oh, you, you know, we're not going to bond him or mm-hmm. give him a bond. I don't know. Um, wow. That'll be interesting, though, to, to find that out. Um, the other problem is, is he was the only black person that got indicted, and he's the only, only one person bonded. that's not bonded. Well, um, not saying there's a pattern there because obviously the DA is black, but um, hmm. he is a Republican. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe maybe that's that's what's going on there. Interesting. In closing, here's my opinion, and you tell me <clears throat> you tell me your thoughts on this. We watched. The, I don't know if you had the opportunity to watch the um, the uh, primary. Um, Debate. Did you did bits you get a chance? Pieces. Did you put some pieces? Well, Fox has been gracious um, mm-hmm. not to allow us um, to actually play back any of that. Any of that because I was going to play it, but Fox um, has created some copyright really deal to prevent anybody from playing back any of that. Any news. Any news from playing back anything. Now, they can play back um, a very, very small snippet, um, and then they have to delete it. So it can't be, like, on on anything. So now there's probably some news agencies don't even know that, and they'll just probably, you know, blast it away. But there were several, and and again, just because you're in my position— I'm not going to, we're not going to get into individual candidates, Mm -mm, okay, because they're Republicans. Well, maybe. (laughs) Well, and I, yeah, I'm going to watch my tongue too. But a lot of that on Fox, those questions, in my opinion only, were more geared to let's talk about Trump in a bad way the questions were all at the beginning were about january 6. so it's as if they already had a preconceived motion of how this was going to go down 
Um, there were certain candidates that fought that. They, they were, and they were good at that, but there were some that did not. But it kept going on about that. And I know one candidate did finally say, we're rehashing stuff three years ago. Let's get on with the issues at hand today. But Fox and the questions kept going back. And then Martha Callum even went into the abortion issue and said it's a losing issue for Republicans. So it's as if these questions were already led down a path where true conservatives didn't even have a chance to answer the questions. Right. Does that make right. sense? Yeah. yeah. That was my perception. Here's the here's the other thing that I, I see, and I'm this is if if I was on some of these campaigns, um for some of these um some of these people that are running for presidency. And and I'm gonna say you know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um but if I was to do that, this is this is what I would advise them. Don't you dare um, challenge Donald Trump on these indictments. Don't you dare get involved in that mm-hmm. and go out there and and publicly get out there and say, you know, this is Donald Trump's fault and this is mm-hmm. all about, you know, and he's going to get indicted and um, we're not, you know, we're not going to support him, et cetera. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because... The same thing that's happened to him. Now, you may like him or may not. You may not like his antics. Mm-hmm. Okay? I get it. Right. I get it. Um, the I, I'll never forget when he first ran, when he won the, the candidacy um, from the primary. He won the mm-hmm. primary. This is 2016. 16. Yeah. I'll never forget a meeting that, that we had, and I'll never forget in that meeting the discussion about giving him advice on what to not do mm-hmm. um, because he's he's out there he he knows how to fight he's mm-hmm. a fighter um, got to be from New York City you got to learn how to fight but this is what you you cannot do um, you cannot go out there and attack Donald Trump on these indictments because the very same thing if you take a stand as a candidate and you get in office, let's say that you that Donald Trump isn't the person that wins this, mm-hmm. and you get in office and you take the stands that Donald Trumps took as Republicans, if you look at the positions that he took on just about everything, mm-hmm. um, he took he took great stands policy, and they were Republican right. policy stands. Right. If you do that, there's no there's there's no reason that these evil people won't come after you that's what they want they want to come after us right exactly. so so you go ahead and say all this right. terrible stuff about donald trump and then you turn around and either you will get in in tune with the establishment or they're going to come after right. you if they win on these indictments we the don't re- have a country. republic is gone and that's the other thing they continue they to say democracy we are a we are a constitutional republic. In fact, it states in the Constitution we are guaranteed a repu- verbatim. We are guaranteed a republican form of government. It's not a democracy. Now, maybe our process of voting is is a democracy, but we are a republic. That's right. And if they come after us and they win this indictment, it's the First Amendment. Then, then. Again, as you see in all these 19 indictments, our thought, 
They're coming after our thoughts. That's right. Anything you say will be and will be used against you, even because it's your thought. This is scary times. If we don't take back the White House, I'm, I'm truly concerned. If you're a candidate and you're running against Donald Trump, here's my advice. If you don't like a policy, <clears throat> go after Donald Trump's policies. Mm-hmm. Some of his some of his policies that <clears throat> you as a candidate said I would do something different. Um, go about his bad about a bad policy. Right. You know, if you didn't like him moving, um, you you know our embassy um, in Israel to Jerusalem, then you know talk about that. Mm-hmm. Talk about that policy, and you didn't like that, and this is why. Um, but don't you dare mm-hmm. go after what's happening to Donald Trump from a legal standpoint because if you do um, what you're telling the public you're telling all these all these Donald Trump supporters you're telling the world that um, you know good for him because this is what needs to happen to to political opposition they need to go after them they need to throw them in jail Mm -hmm. and lock away the key this is no longer a free nation when that happens and these people need to understand that and executive privilege. They're going after executive privilege. Yes. And this, this affects any presidency. Executive privilege started way back with George Washington. For a reason, he needed to have somebody to confide in and advise him. That's right. Now they're going after that, which, again, is thought. At some point, this has got to stop. You're right. Well, <clears throat> this is Randy Osborne, and this is Worldview Truth. I'm here with... Bridget Smith, chair of the uh, Marion County Republican Party. Appreciate you coming in. Until next time, God bless. Worldview Truth.